Hey guys, Lauren's rushing me. Welcome back to the podcast. She said she's ready for me to be done so I can get out of her face, hunty. No, I just want us to get started. Welcome back. I had to wake up. I didn't took me a nap. But Lauren said, let's go. Do you introduce? Let's Happy go, Valentine's girl. Valentine's Day, everyone. Valentine's Day is coming up. Happy Black History Month. Because I'm black, y'all. Because I'm black and they're black. Because I'm black and I need to hurry up. No, welcome back to the podcast. As she stated, happy Valentine's Day. Um, so we, oh, and happy black, well, you already said that. Happy Black History Month because we black 365, but this is our month to shine. Hello. Anyway, we wanted to get on the podcast today and talk about that crazy little thing called love everybody's favorite word right l-o-v-e especially in this generation nobody wants to have love i need love do you really do everybody do everybody uh listen to that ll cj song yeah, alone in my room. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I stare at the wall, and in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call, telling me I need a girl that's sweet as a dove. Yeah, girl. Nah, yeah, nobody knows that song. But anyway, I'm not like that. I'm saying like nobody like really ever knows the words to that song. So, um, love is very interesting. It's an action word, but it's like also like really like a big big feeling. Burp. Yeah, yeah. It's an action word, but it's a feeling too. It's a feeling and an action. Um, I think a lot of times we just get caught up in the the thing of wanting someone. Yeah, that we forget the essence of just truly loving yourself and mm-hmm. getting to know yourself mm-hmm. and what you like and what your interests are mm-hmm. because it is, you know. When you get into a relationship or you vibing with somebody, you do start to tend to gravitate towards more what they like, wanting to keep them happy, wanting to, you know, make sure they good. But it's also very important to just keep that love alive in yourself. That is very true. I don't know why I just said all that. <laughs> well, it's... It pertains to the topic. I think even with the holiday itself of Valentine's Day, people kind of get caught up in do they have a Valentine and they forget mm-hmm. like it, it's just it's just a day. It's really a commercial day. Very commercialized. It's, it's just for some folks to make some money to run you some candy, some chocolate, mm-hmm. some flowers, and some red dresses. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> I had just made a video the other day on my personal page, and I was just speaking on like. Um, valentine's day and how it's over commercialized and it makes people feel like crap like well i don't have anybody but you have yourself yeah you have yourself it is so important to date yourself buy yourself some flowers take yourself on a date go to the movies by yourself like really just enjoy yourself because that's when you really get to know who you are as i previously stated but on this day it is tough if you have people who are in relationships and you see all the videos on the gram of all oh, the hotel rooms and the flowers and the the gifts. And it's just kind of like, oh, somebody would do that for me. But, I mean, if you just love on you and do yeah. do things for you, like, that stuff will come. I agree. And then you won't settle. Right. Because you'll know, like, hey, I... Because I treat myself Listen, good. I treat myself good. <laughs> so you're going to have to come with it. Level up. Like Level up. <laughs> Honey, she leveled up and look at her. Literally and figuratively. Listen, okay, she went from 
from frog to prince overnight because <laughs> she just said, I'm going to love on myself and my son. Yeah. And look at her. I know. Getting treated like a princess. A testament. Come on. I love watching that. Like, yeah. When the, but that's, that's how you see, like, self-love in true form. Like, yeah. when I decided to love myself, love came. Mm-hmm. That's when it's going to yeah. happen. And it comes when you least expect it. Yep. Like, when you're, like, super hyper-focused on it, looking for it, you're going to fall into traps, I think, of, oh, he he looks like he has everything that I want. You know, he checks off all these different things. But it's like, since you're so hyper-focused on it, you're missing some of the key points or signs or red flags mm. that would tip you off mm. if you would just take a step back and be like, okay, let me let, me let him make his case instead of... Because I used to do that a lot, like go on a date and be like, I really like him. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. where is it going to go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, girl, you don't know that boy from Adam. You don't even know his last name, but you really like him. You don't know mama name. You don't know where he grew up at. But you just like him so much, calling all your girls. Yes. Like, I just feel like it's going to be this and that. You got to yeah. get to know people. Yes, he really do. Like, Give really go time. through the seasons with them. Yeah. In that dating season, go through all the seasons with them. Mm-hmm. Because when you're committing to somebody and you're getting to know them as you go... You get all these feelings involved, and then there's things I don't like, and there's stuff that I you did see, mm-hmm. but you just ignored, ignored it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now you're trying to change it because <laughs> you feel like you didn't invest it this time and you're in this relationship with him. <laughs> and it's just like, but I was in love with him. No. Mm-hmm. Look at the signs. Or her. Yeah. If the guys are listening, because mm-hmm. women are like this too. Mm-hmm. People don't know themselves, but they get into relationships trying to find themselves in somebody else. Yeah. That's a big thing. That's very much the case. Big, big thing. Very I don't really know case. what I want or, you know, how to love properly, but um, I'm going to try to do it with you or grow with you. Yeah. And I think this will happen a lot of the time, like, in the gold, the olden days, where people just got married for stability. Yeah. It was stability. Obligation. Like, it was what I, was supposed to happen next. Yeah. But a lot of it was for stability, and they grew into love. hmm I don't know if I'm much of a grow into love type person. Hmm. I don't know. Like, of course you're going to grow into love, but it's just like, if you really don't know, but then you're like, I'll grow into it. Like, I'm, I gotta know. I feel like I gotta know. I think that you should... I think modern relationships do require you to know a level of something. But I watch um, Married at First Sight. And it's a TV show where, like, experts put them together. And kind of like an arranged marriage, basically. Mm. And they're looking... Which, of course, they look at their personalities, what they like, what they don't like. And they they find these these couples that's supposed to be, like, their best match or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting to see because, obviously, it's a hit and a miss. Like, some people, they do hit it off. And they're like, oh, we're best friends. We love each other, blah, blah, blah. And then there's other people. Like, as you're watching it, of course, you see different things that they see because they're, like, in it. Mm-hmm. But they actually are compatible if they would allow themselves to be mm-hmm. compatible. because But... Because maybe somebody doesn't look how they expected them yeah. to look. Then it's like they, they don't see all the other qualities that they bring to the table. And they don't open themselves up to experience something that could potentially be great. Because, you know, they match up 
on all these boxes, but because maybe he's shorter than you expected or she's a brunette instead of a blonde or, you know, they they do a mixture of black folks and stuff on there, but hmm. it's mainly white people. But yeah, so it's it's very interesting to see how people respond to that situation. So I think you just got to be open. Definitely open. Definitely something that I have issues with sometimes. Because I used to be so open mm-hmm. that I was just... You don't want to be too open anymore to feel Dilly like dum-dum it. out here. Yeah. And, you know, people can see that and take advantage of that. Yeah. And so, um, that's why I can be a little guarded at times. Very mm-hmm. guarded at times. That's just like even in friendships. Not even just relationships. I can be very guarded because... I feel I give too much at first, mm-hmm. and then people just get get used to that and get lazy. Mm-hmm. So like, feel like I I don't I don't need that back, and so that's why I be like, I'm very skeptical. I think that's where boundaries have to come into play. Girl, in I didn't, my and... young twenties, girl, a boundary. What is that? I love everyone. Like this is just so wonderful. Life and unicorn. Yeah, no, and that wasn't the play. Yeah, platonic relationships for sure. I think you have to get burned a couple of times before you realize that you need to set a boundary. Sometimes you got to lose to win again. That's yeah. what Fantasia said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so true. You do. Yeah, because like, you got to go back you, to the drawing board. And you, you do. See, okay. I think Oprah has a, a saying where she says that failure is an opportunity to like reevaluate and reset the course or something like that. So mm-hmm. It definitely is. So, yeah, like you see, okay, this didn't really work out with this person. And um, now I need to, now I need to set some boundaries. Set some boundaries, evaluate myself. Because I know that some people, it's just, they can bounce from person to person to person. And it's just like, you didn't even take time to breathe. Mm -hmm. And to really like evaluate what happened, what didn't go well, what went well. You know, in the future, if I was to date somebody else. What could I do different? But you just jumping from person to person because you need somebody. And there are just people out there like that. But I just, that can become very unhealthy. Yeah. When you don't spend time by yourself. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. Like, it's basically about being afraid to be alone. Mm-hmm. So then if something forces you to be alone, what's going to happen? Are you going to crack? Are you going to crumble? Or, I mean, I don't know. I think that... I have gotten to a place in life where I'm very comfortable in solitude and my like my mom moving in with me this year has really showed me that I like I miss I miss every ounce of it. <laughs> or just being by yourself. Yeah, even though yeah, being by yourself is so beautiful. Yeah, even though we work opposite shifts, like I still miss like a whole weekend to myself where it's like Nobody at the crib, and I'm just like, if I want to lay around in some pajamas all weekend, not do nothing, not wash no dishes, not, mm-hmm. you know, wash my behind, it's mm-hmm. okay. There's nobody judging me, because... Because it's just you. Yes. Yeah. I love that Ari, Ari Lennox mm-hmm. song, where she be like, I just got a new apartment. I just got a new apartment. <laughs> I'm going to leave the floor away. Yes, girl. It's so true. <laughs> there is nothing like being alone. I... I'd be like, oh, y'all ain't going? I ain't going either. I know, right? Oh, y'all ain't coming? Cool. I know. Or, you know, like, just having those moments by yourself. And yeah. It's just you. And it's like, 
You get to know funny things about yourself. You can make yourself laugh. You can see, well, I don't really like this. I don't really like that. Mm-hmm. Watch your favorite movie. Yeah. Like, really just enjoying yourself. There's nothing like that. And I wish, like, everybody could experience that at a point in their life. But sometimes people going from relationship to relationship or just always needing somebody just comes from, like, you know, it's deeper than that. Like, yeah. childhood and mm, abandonment. abandonment issues mm-hmm. and, you know... That feeling, needing that somebody to feel that comfort or things like that, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's not always comfort. Mm-hmm, it's not always fair to the person that you're dating, though, because what happens when you get bored with that or you don't want that anymore? Or you really you realize you start to realize like maybe this wasn't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Now you didn't miss up somebody else's life. Now they yeah. gotta be crying and calling their homegirls or homeboys <laughs> and saying they they did me wrong. Yeah. It's just like well, that's why you gotta get to know folks. Yeah. But I preach self-love so much because it took me a very long time. Like, I, I feel like I've always had self-love, but it took me, like, for that true self-love of, you know, just being okay with myself and not want to be bothered. Because I'm at that point in my life where I don't have to be bothered. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to be bothered with you. I don't have to be, you know, anything like that. But um, just being able to say, I'm okay either way. Right. If you get into some friendship or relationship and it doesn't work out, you're okay right. either way. I am guarded, though, because mm-hmm. I don't like to get my feelings hurt. Yeah. Nobody does. Yeah, yeah. So I am reluctant. But when I do finally open up, I'm, I've am i just learned to be okay either way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just, like, one of those things. Mm-hmm. Like, when people stay in those toxic relationships because they're afraid of what's next. Right, the unknown, yeah. And what's next can be so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're going to miss stuff. You're going to mm-hmm. miss certain things about that person or that friendship or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But take what you can learn from it and just move forward. Yeah. New beginnings can be so beautiful. Yeah, I think the hardest part to come to terms with is that even though you are going to miss maybe certain aspects of that person or your relationship, there are going to be other things and other people that come in to kind of fill those voids, mm-hmm. so to speak. So when you look back, you might say, oh, I miss that person or, you know, or that was funny when we, you know, hang out and this would happen or like, I know, like, me personally, I'm not cool with my friends from high school. Like, we just, we don't have a relationship. And sometimes, like, you know, we used to have, like, a summertime CD or a burnt CD that we mm-hmm. used to play. And so, if I hear a song, I'd be like, ooh, that takes me back. You know, we was riding in summertime. But, you know, that's, I'm okay and I'm at peace with that being the past. Yeah. And I have so many more rich memories. Mm-hmm you know from other areas of my life and to come too because this is just the beginning like we have so much life ahead of us so many milestones so many achievements like in the moment it feels like we don't have anything to look forward to but when we look back like 10 you know five Mm -hmm. years from now it's gonna be a quantum leap like people gonna be married with kids if they're not already and it's just going to look different, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It really does. And I think sometimes it comes from the people think the time, the years, right? Like, we've been friends for yeah. 15 years, and how could we not be friends anymore? And it's just like, time is like a blink of an eye. Like, just like they was there, they can be gone. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you know, 
find that will be open to new people because right. new people can teach you new things. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in no new friends. I yeah. don't believe yeah. in that at I don't, all. I don't either. Because <laughs> that is like, that's new knowledge you're missing out on, mm-hmm. new opportunities you miss out on. That Not saying that your old friends can't aren't valuable. However, sometimes it's just a season for everything. Right. There's a season for everything. And I think it's tough. Um, it's just tough growing up. It is. <laughs> That's and love is a lot. And love is a lot of growing up. Yeah, a lot of growing pains. A lot of growing pains with it. As and you get older, yeah. Making dumb decisions. And yeah, or trying not to. Or trying not to make dumb decisions <laughs> and do in these toxic situations. Um, it's tough. So what do you think find. is a toxic situation? What's toxic to me is mm-hmm. when people are showing you who they are and you know who they are and they're just blatantly doing things because they know you're going to be there mm-hmm. and you're just sticking it out and continuing to try to ignore it because you see their potential. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've been in those. <laughs> Plenty of them, okay? I am a potential. I was a potential seeker. Yeah. Like, I could just see your potential. Like, I'm just going to stick it out because I know that you're just going to be this great person. Yeah. And right now you got to grow up. But I was tired of people growing up on the account of me. Yeah. Like, I'm helping you grow up. And then now you just kind of, like, want to go your own way. And it's just like, I didn't just do all this work. And you chilling. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's that's my that was my toxic trait. Yeah, potential. <laughs> Looking at people's potential <laughs> and not seeing them for who they really were. Ah, yeah. girl, I got so many stories. Girl, I used to be yeah. dumb. Da da dum dum. I think we all have those points in our life where we just like uh, I was just messing up left and right. Or <clears throat> I think that toxic. I don't know. I don't really know how I define toxic. I think that I was going to say that when people um, intentionally do things that are harmful, but I think that so many people are in a place where they're so far from being self-aware that even though like somebody on the outside looking in can see how it's an intentional thing, they don't even see it themselves. Mm-hmm. They would not think that it was intentional. Mm-hmm. So I think that's even a hard because you're so wrapped up. You don't want to <laughs> yeah. see it, they, but they call it being in love. And sometimes it's just too just being, and that's oblivious. why you ignore it. Like that uh, that person, that individual who may be doing things that. They they know deep down isn't good for that person, but it's like it's satisfying them in this moment. So it's like they're just going to keep doing it. That's just kind of like, you know, when um, and this is not to just pick on men, but, you know, sometimes relationships where the men is like a habitual cheater and it's like. You know you laying down with somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know you come back you and say, I'm so sorry. You know, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to change. I'm going to change. But then, you know, you still got some girls in your phone. Or, you know, it's just a habitual thing. It's like you you know what you're doing. Yep. And you know and you see the fallout every time. But you no longer care about the consequences. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how they describe addiction. Like, they ascribe like a point to uh, the addiction point is when you kind of just don't care about the consequences anymore and you continue to do it yep. and get yourself in trouble basically mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so 
Are you think love can addiction? Yeah. yeah, 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 it is. It is. It, it can is. be an addiction. It can mm-hmm. be very addictive. And I think a big part of like curbing that is having self control. Like in life, you have to have, it's really best to have self control. But we are in a society where we have different tools and things that allow us to overindulge like dating apps oh girl (laughs) oh girl like i could just find the next one yeah that don't work out i could just find the next one five miles away two miles away 0.9 miles away at your apartment You know Y'all what I'm saying? The same complex. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, <laughs> wanting that companionship is okay, but not making it a point to where, like, there's something I need, I need it, I need it. But it's just like, it's an addiction. Yeah. You know, everybody's at, the, at your fingertips now. They got, girl, I was looking at an app earlier called Hinge, and I was like, what is Hinge? Like, oh, I think I've seen that. Like, the dating app that you can delete or something because you're going to find somebody, and then yeah. they got Bumble and yeah. BLK and POF, uh, Tinder. What else is out there, girl? POF look like a date rape. <laughs> Some people, some people was looking creepy. Like, it was like people with their Girl, they pictures, only on there for sex. They pictures looking like an Android thumbnail. Like, <laughs> <I live. laughs> like it's not compatible. <laughs> it's not even going. Girl, uh, POF is for like, it's like a sex app, I feel I, like. I think they all are. Yeah, tender. definitely. But POF really give that vibe like sex. Like you just here for sex. That's I don't it. No, Tinder too. It's like the app that's like an old white man would hit you up and be like, "You." His name is uh Tom or something like. I don't know. Ew. It just I don't know. I just like when I was I was on there for a hot hot brief second. <laughs> and I was looking at them folks and I was like, "Y'all." I got on, I got on Tinder. I got on Soul Swipe. I got on Soul Swipe. <laughs> Girl, when I first moved here, I got a soul swipe. Yeah. Soul swipe used to be the jam, though. It, like it, they had some some nice selections. It, it used to be the jam when I first moved here. I didn't do it. I didn't do the app thing for long. I did Bumble and Soul Swipe, and I don't know. I just think that <clears throat> I I didn't experience the greatest experience. I feel like a lot of guys on there were like really just wanted to know if you was DTF. And what is it? Oh, 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 DTF. <laughs> I was like, wait, DTF. Ah, okay. Like, I had so many people hit me up. Like, if I wasn't coming out that night, then, you know, basically they wasn't trying to talk to you no more. Yeah. Or just, just crazy. Like, or just a lot of dead end conversations. Like, I mean, it's really like pushing the whole thing of quantity because you're interacting with so many people like yes. on a daily basis even if you're just swiping like that that whole thing is like i don't know mm-hmm. i can't do it personally like ugh, yeah it's a lot yeah yeah well when i first moved here though it was different because like i didn't know nobody so yeah. that was like the thing to do right like it was like the thing yeah. to do it was fun lots yeah. of fun it was okay met lots of friends <laughs> Never was DTF, okay? And that's probably why we always say friends. Yeah. But, uh... Um, I didn't even get to the part of friends. They was like crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I had one dude. 
he talked me up to the point where we ended up exchanging numbers and then he tried to like get me to like come, go out like it was real late and I was like no I gotta go to work let's plan to do something else and so then it was like a game like a game or something I think it was like basketball season and he was like yeah I'm, I'm watching the game with my friends at the bar or something like that and I was like oh, okay well I can come meet you there and he was like no I can come over there and I was like Mm-mm. I don't know you so Mm-mm. no you can't and so girl he hit me with the emoji deuces he didn't. He wasn't playing with you, girl. You ain't down, so I felt out laughing. I thought that shit was hilarious. Like you ain't down, so how let your girl? How yeah. let your boy? That's how a lot of it is nowadays, though. Like yeah. since since like dating is just so disposable. Like oh, yeah. you didn't work out. I'm gonna go move to this yeah, one. That's this not one. even dating, though. When you can't even take nobody to get a drink, that's not dating. Yeah. <laughs> like you that cheap, yeah. And petty. Yeah. <laughs> Guys these days though don't they? I don't know like. Mm, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to open up a can. Cause speak your mind. I don't like men who don't believe in taking a woman on a date. Yeah, I don't either. And showing that you know, I want to pursue you. I want to date you. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm I ain't interested. with this. I ain't with this fifty fifty shit. And I'm just let that. <laughs> I let that be known. This came on speaking. I ain't with that. Not in the beginning, and probably not in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like. Some things I will say. Yeah. I, However, my image of love, my image of how I should be treated is different because my father has always been consistent in my life. Mm-hmm. And I've always watched how he treated my mother. My mother doesn't even put gas in her car. She hasn't put gas in her car maybe 30 years, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, he does everything for her. Like, um, granted, they were married, but it's still like, just because you're married doesn't mean they treat you right. But my right. daddy treats my mama like, she's, girl, my mama ain't got to do nothing. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And so... When when I'm looking for those qualities, it's like I don't want somebody who's looking at me like, well, you go, you gotta pay head. I don't go Dutch. Yeah, you want me. Yeah, and my dad has always taught me that. And you men will do what you allow. That's true. And so I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I'm considerate. Don't get me wrong, right. I'm considerate, and I do what I do when I do it. Mm-hmm. However, don't be looking at me. Yeah, <laughs> and then, you know, thinking this or that, and I know. A lot of women now are going to disagree because everybody hasn't seen that example. Right. It doesn't know that. They're just used to like, well, this is my man and blah, blah, blah. But like a real man, he knows what's up. I, I think that you have to get to a certain point in a relationship when you can use the excuse or example of this is my man. Like, I think that that's a like, serious commitment on the books. Yeah. That's y'all sharing a household. Married. That's married. That's, and it's, I, I, sometimes I'm reluctant to say married because not everybody believes in marriage. But yeah. I think that when you have a mutual agreement, not just one person going along with it because they want the relationship to work or they just don't want to rock the boat, I think that's a little different. But, you know, a serious agreed-upon partnership, then, of course... There, there has to be give and take, or it's not gonna work. But I think we touched on this last time too. I think that everybody mm-hmm. has to decide what's gonna be good for them in their relationship, as far as like mm-hmm. the roles and who's gonna do this and who's gonna do that. Because I know my grandfather is the biggest example that I have of a man, and he always 
took my grandmother's car to get fixed or gas or whatever. Even just like he, he would go on golfing trips and he gambles with his little friends. And he would always come home and give my grandmother the money. Like, mm-hmm. I I thought that that was um, always Cause interesting. Because she, she going to take care of the house. Yeah. You go out there, you get it. She going to take care of the house, mm-hmm. period. That's that's my mindset. That's, mm-hmm. My mom works, but she's also a kept woman. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't mind being a kept woman. Mm-hmm. Let me do my side business. Let me do my business. Yeah. Build my brand. I'm going to take care of the house if I have kids, because that's questionable. <laughs> and the kids. And let me be kept. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, these days, it's the it's trashy because of music and the what we see on people see on TV mm-hmm. and the whole, oh, I can give me some hoes. And that's okay. Everybody goes through their little hoe phase. But it's just, like, with some real deal stuff, like... Mm-mm. I think that everybody just wants to be this hashtag relationship goals. I think that's the issue because everybody's putting out a perceived, you know, build a relation, build of a relationship. I was going to ask you, do you think that people really have a good understanding of what companionship is? Because you have mentioned companionship earlier. I don't think so. I think that they have ideas from what mm-hmm. they see, maybe in the media, but a companionship is like something that you um, you build together, mm-hmm. or building that friendship and becoming companions in each other's likes and wants and needs. But um, if you're looking at relationship goals of somebody else, you're never going to have your own true relationship goal. Mm-hmm. Like, you be your own goal. Mm-hmm. Let's make this goal to be in a healthy, happy relationship. Mm-hmm. Not trying to keep up with somebody else that we see or what they're doing. Because, you know, yeah. you never really truly know anybody's story. And that's what I was going to say, too, is, like, I think the relationship goals has hashtag is really a, it's just a facade because... Mm-hmm. Those people more than likely maybe don't have the relationship that they portray they have uh-huh. because if every if every moment is a photo op, then yeah, how are y'all really living y'all relationship? Because mm-hmm. I know that when I'm with my significant other, I don't want to be on the phone or on the internet or or trying to capture every moment. We're literally in the moment. Yeah. We're hanging out, watching TV, going exactly. places, talking, laughing, like. It'd be moments where I left my whole phone at the house because we just, you know, mm-hmm. we just kicking. We just vibing. You with the person that you talk to the most, so. Yeah, so, I mean, and you, like, a level of safety, too. Like, I'm just out here. Like, mm-hmm. he <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I ain't got to worry about nothing. <laughs> no, that's real. That's really, really real. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I just I don't I don't I've never been a hashtag relationship goal. Yeah, yeah. Never ever like oh that's goals. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna do that. Like oh that's nice. Like that's a good idea. But right. never like a goal of yeah. you know whatever. So oh let me piggyback on what I was saying about being a kept woman. Because whatever I'm asking for, I can give too. <laughs> I just want to put that out there in the world. Don't think that I'm just over here being selfish. Cause I am a brat sometimes. <laughs> it ain't my fault. It's my daddy's fault. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> However, I whatever I'm asking for, I can give. Yeah. I'm a big giver anyway. Yeah. Like, I would just give everything. Yeah. But, you know, you yeah. know where I want to be kept. But um, a lot of people like, that's old school. That's old school. And I was like, shit, look like it was working to me. These people have been married for 78 or been together, you know, all these years. Mm-hmm. Look, like it, look like the old school ain't so bad. Mm-hmm. This new school, I don't be knowing. 
I'm be knowing about this new love. Because it's too conditional. Yeah. Yeah. You don't make me feel good anymore, so I think I'm just be out. Right, right. I don't mm-hmm. like this about you anymore, so I think I'm just gonna be out. And it's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. you need to give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Everything's con- contingent upon something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you look like? What mm-hmm. can you offer? What do you make? And I think that's what I kind of like get on people who have like this laundry list of quote unquote standards or. Uh, what's the other word they use? Preferences or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's the lingo these Preferences. days. Preferences. <laughs> I prefer. It's like, mm-mm, you picky. You too picky. That's why you can't find a man, sis. And, but see, and then with black women specifically, there's such a like, I don't know. You know, when, when, when you tell a black woman that she's being too picky, that's like almost fighting words. Because yeah. they feel like. No, definitely go after what you want. But you're not going to get everything on your list. Like, yes. some women are like, you got to have every bullet point and, on here. And what are the things that can be flexible? And then what are your right, deal Right, right. Like, because some men might have eight out of the ten things you asking for. And it's a good man. But you're right. just like, because mm, you ain't got this and this and I can't do it. And it's like, you might have just missed out on your blessing, hunting. Yeah. Because you, you just so strict on this list. You just got to let love flow sometimes. Let it flow. Hey, let it flow. Let it flow. Let it. Come on, Tony. She knew. They knew they were talking about the nineties. Yeah. You think they? You think that they just was talking for no reason in these songs in the (laughs) nineties? Now you don't know what they're saying. Girl, you take it back to the old school. You it'll save your relationship. Hello. Go on YouTube and put in 90s playlist, 90s R&B, 80s R&B. To say your relationship, I'm trying to tell you, they knew what they were saying. People better stop. That's why I said the old school just may be working. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I agree. I am probably seen as more of like a traditional relationship person. But I have some contemporary views. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to ask something, but I forgot. I know, because I'm over being silly. <laughs> Oh, I was gonna ask about um, like deal breakers. What do you feel as flexible? So, how do you feel about women or people who like a degree is like a deal breaker? Um, that's definitely a preference. Uh, a degree is not a deal breaker for me, but um, people who are like that, I just. I guess that's that's you. Do you? Because that's kind of yeah. hard. Because some people feel like I've worked very hard for this. And yeah. I'm at this certain level in my life. And I want you to be like that too. Yeah. But if they mm-hmm. got a good trade. Or, you know, they got a good job. Regardless. I It doesn't matter to me. But um, I question that because I, I used to be that person very much so. Like, mm-hmm. And I, I think I took that on though. Because that's kind of what my mom instilled in me. Like, you're going to school. Mm-hmm. So... You need to find somebody who has a degree and has a good job so y'all can get this house with this white picket fence and this 2.5 children. Like, that whole uh, goal of a family lifestyle was definitely projected on me. So, now that I'm getting older and I'm reassessing and I'm seeing, like, what I like, what I dislike, what I think is necessary, what's not necessary for me, um... I let go of that whole degree thing because honestly, I feel like my degree was a ripoff. <laughs> I feel like if I had to do it all over again, I don't know necessarily if I would go and get a four year degree. Yeah. 
I may, if I had to do all over again, I would have some different knowledge to go. And I probably would still get some type of schooling, but I will walk away with a more marketable certificate or something something yeah. different than the route that i took yeah because just having a bachelor's degree it sounds cute but it really what i'm finding and it's definitely my field that i chose to go into but there are so few fields that you can just really market a bachelor's off of like mm-hmm. i really wish i would looked into something like marketing the way things are now like i don't even know if they were projecting like 10 years ago hey get really into marketing i remember when i was entering college they were talking about nursing a lot like get a nursing degree they were definitely talking about engineering but i don't think i remember them talking about marketing and marketing is such a like a lucrative field right Mm -hmm. now especially with social media the big boom of it like yeah marketing is definitely definitely popping I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 if I could do it all over again, I, I, don't, oof, I don't know if I would, honey. <laughs> that, that, them degrees cost too much money. Time and money. It's too much money. But that's all they were pushing to us. Yeah. And so, you yes, know, you just definitely. feel like something you had to do. Like, yeah. it was like the pressure. Shout out to the people who didn't. I don't I don't ever look down on people who didn't get a degree. Me either. Do you, sis, bro? Because, hey, sometimes I look back and be like, when I look back over my life, I might go a different route. Give me a little trade or something. That's you know? what I'm saying. Because like, you can take people, business courses now. You can take yeah. courses outside of college now. They have so much stuff that you can do now. It's 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 Utilize that community college. Like, yeah. it's, I see, and, and even with the people who I do look at that are successful, whether they be on social media or whatever, most of them who went to school do not do whatever their yep. original trade was. So nope. it's like... You're finding a way to be an entrepreneur or some type of business owner and elevate yourself. Like a lot of like a uh, old girl from Myel Organics, um, the Curls Lady. Like these are people who started off of YouTube doing something that they were essentially just interested in teaching themselves or the girl from the lip bar. Yeah. And that that takes a lot of dedication. Yeah. I just wish that more of schooling would have been geared towards, okay, this is how you research something. This is how you teach yourself something. And give you those ground tools and and then you can like elevate to something different. Right. We said all that to say <laughs> you don't have to have a degree to find love. Yes. <laughs> You Bring don't have you don't have to find a degree. Bring you didn't have a degree to find love. <laughs> she felt that. She needed to say that. Somebody needed that on this podcast. So whoever's gonna hear that, that's for you. Receive I just, that. I just remember being hung up on that. Yeah. And I, I never, never was. like a I wasn't a bulldog about it, but I just like remember being really hung up on it, like mm-hmm. really feeling like my husband was gonna have a have to have a degree in this like you know fancy corporate job, but now I'm over corporate America child, so I'm like, yeah. let me find a boss. Okay, an entrepreneur, <laughs> honey. Somebody making his own coins. Okay, do you remember that song? What? I need a boss like hey, that's lost. Yes, I do remember that. I can't remember her Who name. was that? Tia Marie. Uh uh-uh. uh, she had to sponsor. Uh, ugh. yeah. <laughs> I cringe. I cringe. Hey, ain't no wrong finding a sponsor either. Listen, these days, what is the thing about this OnlyFans thing? Like, a lot of people gonna be on that on Valentine's Day because they don't have a Valentine. What is OnlyFans? I be seeing. I be like OnlyFans. It's it's like Patreon where you can have like subscribers. But what I know of the people who be putting content.
content on OnlyFans is very pornographic. Okay. I've heard But you people... don't have to use that platform for that. This is what a lot of people use it for. But it's it's essentially like Patreon, like where you can have your own like, you know, content that you've created and people pay a monthly fee to access. True. So women are taking control. They and, sure are. And they don't need to get on Pornhub anymore or sure wherever are. else. Go to California or wherever they're doing the, okay. the porn life. And they like, look, I'm about to prop this camera. <laughs> Listen. Because I was like, I keep seeing it. And I'd be like, only fans. Because it, when I went to, and it's going to be off topic, when I went to Houston for my birthday, it was this girl, like, she was just popping bottles in a section, honey, like, and for no reason. Yeah. It wasn't her birthday or nothing. She was giving, you know, giving me shots, uh-huh. drinks, and having a good old time. And so, I like, I follow her on Instagram, and she was like, uh, when my grandma asked me how I make money, and the sign said OnlyFans, and she has an OnlyFans <laughs> site, but she got 280,000 followers. Wow. So, I was like, Oh. Oh yeah, you she must got a little coin. She getting it popping. Oh yeah, she got some pictures on there. I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay, sis, that's what's up. I'm not mad at it because I, I wish I had either. the balls to do. It. I wish I had the balls just to get on the pole. <laughs> just when I needed to make a quick little something, you know, sometimes like let Girl, me hop on this pole. I was like, make that's a couple racks. She, okay, <laughs> she worked for herself. Only fans. Yeah. That's what a lot of people gonna be on on Valentine's Day, and they could pivot that. They could market that. They could. It's nowadays. I think people are just realizing how many ways that they can take make, one thing and make, pivot it mm-hmm, into something mm-hmm, completely different. Mm-hmm. Like when I think of the ultimate entrepreneur, I think of Candy Burris. Like, Heck yeah, she has jobs She's on top really of jobs. Good. She's really good. Like, with that. She is a working woman for real, always making for real. money, and her family's paid because they making money with the Girl, restaurants and stuff like that. She's Girl, yeah. She said Todd. Trying to do a trucking business. Look, she's good. Todd, come on, Todd. <laughs> I ain't even gonna get on that. Todd is. What's wrong with Todd? Ain't nothing wrong with Todd. Todd is Todd. He's his own person. That's all I'm saying. I love Todd. He is yeah. so fine to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he always got a new business venture. <laughs> it's like what is he be doing it though? Because okay. she said that the she said the old lady gang was his idea. Oh okay. Um, when I go back to Atlanta this summer. I'm going to go just to eat. Because there's a lot of places that I didn't just get to eat at. Uh-huh. Because I was doing something else last summer. Okay. Um, but uh, I was at the Greek picnic, by the way. I don't want nobody thinking, like, what was she out there doing? <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's none of your business. But, no, I just want to put that out there. Um, but, yeah, when I go back to summer, I just want to eat. Yeah. Like, Old Lady Gang, Slutty Vegan, like, all these other oh, places. Yeah. Like, I want to go out there and do that. But, anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Mm, yeah. That's true. You can make a lot of a lot of ways to like make money now, because there's people who are just people who are just looking for somebody to look up to, who want to be a fan of somebody, who wants somebody to inspire them. Yeah, and you can make a coin off of it. Shout out to those that do. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm pretty sure that the burning question is, where are y'all at in y'all's love life? I'm not ready to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can just talk hypothetical for now. Hypothetical. <laughs> hypothetical. Because your girl. Because I got issues. Hey. You got to. So give a lot of me and I'll give mine to you. Nah. Your girl is just growing. That's it. Yeah, I, we all are. Uh, I just, I be, I don't know. Anyway, back to our hypothetical talk about love before we get too deep into that. <laughs> Cause I love God. Oh, it was Sharifa. I had to find that song. Girl, she up here look over this song talking about it. Go ahead and play a snippet because you so worried about it. <laughs> this is the jail. 
Oh my god. And she was on disturbing the peace. Yeah. I read that. Fast forward a little bit so we can hear the chorus. Uh-uh. I can't. Oh my, turn this off. <laughs> oh, that's a gem. I need to create a station On for that. that note. <laughs> On that note, I need to create a station off of that. I really want you guys listening to this podcast to really find something about yourself or in yourself that you love and that you can love on and grow. I don't want you to get caught up in the hype of feeling like you have to be in a relationship. Feeling like you have to be booed up. Mm-hmm. Feeling like, oh my gosh, if I don't get this on Valentine's Day, I'm going to cry. And when the people get their flowers sent to the workplace, don't cry. Don't fret. Yeah. Don't be sad. Because the flowers. Hello? I'm good for that. And just be like, oh, it's from my boo. <laughs> and know your love language. Right. From my boo. Who your boo? Me. <laughs> No, um, know your love language and mm-hmm. and truly, truly find out your love language, so that you can live in that. And then when it comes time to be loved, you know how you need to be loved. Mm-hmm. Cause mine is um, wait, I don't want to say it wrong. It's a gifts of gifts of service. Gifts of service, and what's the other one? Cause yeah, I love a lot. I love gestures. I love flowers. I, uh, so there is little sweet notes. Um, acts of service is one physical touch, words of affirmation, mm. um, quality time, uh, gifts. Let's just look it up. Yeah. I just really like, really realized that I was like denying my love language to, to satisfy somebody else because they because they didn't know how to love me in my language mm-hmm. so i was just doing a disservice to myself and just letting them love me at the level they were at instead of making them level up Ooh, that is a word <laughs> okay don't do that this holiday season and don't do that ever you make people come to your level you make people you come to the table and say hey i brought this table what you gonna put on it you know what okay. i'm saying like what <laughs> yeah. are they they are words of affirmation, mm-hmm. acts of service, giving, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Mm-hmm. So those are the five um, love languages. Yeah, I think mine is receiving gifts and acts of service. Yeah, acts of service, <laughs> they have, um, in parentheses, devotion. And, you know, that's, that's real. I think that another component to knowing your own love languages is also knowing how you personally show love to others because mm-hmm. I think that's something that we forget because, like you said, in the relationship, it just wasn't matching up mm-hmm. to where you were receiving. And it's just really good for that, for pe- both people, both parties to know, okay, this is how I feel love, but then this, when I do this, this is also how I'm showing mm-hmm. love. Because I'm definitely an acts of service type of person, yeah. a gift-giving person. Yeah. That's how I show love. I'm a gift. Like, I give gifts to show love, but then, too, I had to kind of reassess some things because, you know, you you don't have to have money because I'm definitely into giving, um, like, thoughtful gifts, too. Right. I love a thoughtful gift. But 
I am a person that I like to do big extravagant gifts. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, if I wasn't in a position to do that, then it was like, how was I showing love to that person? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I had to take um, inventory on that because I was like, okay, I'm not in a position to spend or do how I would like or how I have previously done in the past. Mm -hmm. So how is that reflecting now? And that person not receiving love. Mm-hmm. So, but just knowing their love language is yeah. helpful too, because just because that's how you show love doesn't mean it takes what they have to have. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're not even showing love in the way that you say that you do, then it's like, you know, that's why I said just, mm-hmm. just like looking and taking inventory of yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. But I love it. Love it. That's beautiful. Can be hard at times, but but it'll be easier when you get to know yourself. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I promise you that. Camo mm-hmm. said that. I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. I had to take Very control true. over my emotions. That was one thing I had to do. Mm-hmm. I was emotional driven. I was emotionally driven when it came to the relationships, and I always want other people to be happy, and I just sucked the life out of myself. And mm-hmm. I thank God I've grown out of that. Yeah. I can be okay with you not being happy. Yeah. Because you got to go find your own happiness. You do. Nobody can make you happy. You have to. Happiness is Mm -hmm. within. You have to wake up and decide Mm -hmm. every day Mm -hmm. that you're going to be happy. Mm -hmm. And regardless of maybe the circumstance or where you're at in life, you that's a decision that you have to make every day. And once you commit to making that decision every day, it gets easier. Like, you'll just notice, like, oh, damn. I am happy. Mm-hmm. Like once you just take mm-hmm. a moment to 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 look around and be like, you know what, my life isn't perfect. It's not exactly where I want it to be, but I I'm genuinely happy. Like I feel happy on the inside. So. Work that happy muscle. Work that self love muscle. It'll mm-hmm. change your life. Yeah. I hope y'all have a beautiful um, and happy Valentine's Day. Regardless. Regardless. Yeah. Okay. And if you are in um, the BGOD community, we're going to the movies next Saturday. Plug. (laughs) We're going to watch the photograph. um, And I'm so excited to see that movie because I love Black Love. I'll be crying on the commercials because I just be ready. I'm having my little pocket tissue. Because I just love to see Black Love and just like, I don't know. You know, even though it's fictional, it's just nice to be like, oh, that was so cute. That was so sweet. One day. Huh? No, yeah. I'm not saying one day, but you know. Representation. Just, you know, everything. representation. So, us being portrayed as, you know, mm-hmm. actually loving each other. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just very excited. Positive. Yes, I'm just very excited for that. So, yeah. um, we're going to be going on Saturday at 2. The move started at 205. We're going to meet up at 145. So, um, I hope to see y'all there. <laughs> My shameless plug. Oh, yes. Yeah, so. I would say, too, if you ladies or guys are maybe spending this Valentine's Day weekend by yourself, because I think this is, like, a rarity when Valentine's Day actually does fall. On the weekend. On the weekend. Very rare. Very rare. So, I would take yourself out. Maybe Mm -hmm. get yourself a hotel if you want to splurge. Do a bubble bath, do some mm-hmm. wine, treat yourself to a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to do something at the crib, you can do all those same things at the crib. Put rose petals on the bed. Get you, okay. you go to the Adam and Eve, get with you a boo. some, you get can you do some it lingerie, too. get you a, you know, if you went to sex toys, learn, mm-hmm. you know, please learn yourself. yourself, learn yourself. Okay. I'm a big proponent for 
self-pleasure, finding out, exploring your body, sensuality, get you some lingerie, feel sexy. Because, you know, you have to give yourself everything that you desire before you can expect somebody else to give it to you. Amen. I love myself. I love spending money on myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) So that is the end of this podcast. And thank you for listening. And we will talk to y'all next time. Bye.